BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. MRN Crew Call on MRN.com is presented by Moneylion, the world's most powerful financial membership. Moneylion, here we roar. And also brought to you by Hercules Tires. Ride on our strengths. Welcome to MRN Crew Call presented by Money Lion. I am your host, Rocco Williams, and I am joined today by a special man today, Spencer Bishop. Thank you for joining us today. No problem, man. Thanks for having me. Not only is Spencer Bishop tire carrier jack man, I say both now, tire carrier jack man for the number 37 JTG um, car driven by Chris Busher. He is a fellow Wake Forest alumni. If you cannot tell by our studio, it looks a little different, but we are demon deacon down, aren't we? Yeah, go Deeks. Go Deeks. Representing well, college football season has started, and I just felt it was appropriate to get some of my fellow demon deacons in the studio one time. My goal is to have all current alumni within this sport um, on this show at some point, you know. So we're coming for you, Chris Justice, Kevin Harris, Eric Maycroft. Am I forgetting anybody? What else? Who else uh, is out there? Not that I can think of, no. Yeah, I, I it should be all of them. Yeah, we're going to get them on here pretty soon. But anyways, thank you for having us. I mean, thank you for joining us today on the show, Spencer. Before we even get into that, I'm just happy to see you because I didn't think y'all were going to get that race in this past weekend in Darlington. By the time the race came on, I mean, I was struggling to stay up, man. Uh, I mean, yeah. from your perspective, what was it like out there, man? Well, for a few hours, it was <laughs> uh, it was pretty boring. You know, mm-hmm. we, were, uh, we were just, I think they just did driver intros. We're getting ready to get the race started getting prepped and everything, and then you could just see the rain coming mm. in, and we're just like, I feel like that's <laughs> happened quite a few times this year. Like, right when the race starts, it starts raining, but... Uh, I was one of those crew members that never checked the radar, you no. know, the day before. And, and, you know, and there's certain tracks that just have the propensity to rain. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking of Dover. Yeah. I'm thinking of Michigan. And, you know, Darlington, you know, I just... Did you know there was a possibility prior... You know that the rain was coming, or was it one of those things when you got there and you're like, "Oh man!" Now we, I think we kind of knew it might happen, but okay. then, I mean, you could just see the rain clouds rolling in, mm-hmm. and we're like, "Not again!" But you know, <laughs> yeah, we we waited out for a few hours, and uh, glad we got it started though. So you know, when I get when I think of Darlington, you know, I've always got super excited about that race for the simple fact that you have more than one chance. To do a pit stop, you know, that track is very yeah. abrasive. Yeah. It's hard on tires. At the same time, you know, it's fun to watch, you know, that whole Darlington stripe, lady in black, yeah. th- that's real. You know, when you see those cars humming against that that wall, um, how many stops did you do? Can you kind of give me a, a timeline from when y'all started the race and your stops and your progression into the end and where you finished? Yeah, so... Uh Started the race around 10 o'clock in 12th place. I think, yeah, Chris qualified 12th. Uh, Good qualifying run. No, yeah. Uh, We did nine stops throughout the night. Had a couple we'd like to have back, but (laughs) we also, we had some good ones as Mm -hmm. well. But um, finished 12th, so finished right where we qualified. Uh, 
pit crew maybe could have done a better job to get him up there a little bit. Uh, what do you mean by that? Why do you say pit crew could have done a better job? Don't you always try to do a, a, be- a good oh, no, job? No, we we tried our best. <laughs> we just we had a couple mistakes, mm-hmm. and um, but no, we're looking forward to yeah uh, making up for what we lost. But uh, no, finished twelfth, finished well. Chris did a real good job mm-hmm. driving it, and uh, you know the road crew guys did yep. a good job with the car. He had a great car, so. Finished twelfth, not exactly where maybe could have got a top ten out of it, mm-hmm. but uh, you know overall is a good day. Before we delve into who you are as a person, you know you as a, a former collegiate athlete, student athlete at Wake Forest University, you coming into the sport, it's safe to say you weren't a race fan prior to coming into the sport, or were you? Right, no, you I, were uh, not. <laughs> it's not that I didn't like it; I just was never really exposed to it wasn't on your radar yeah. stick and ball sport yeah, and exactly. as you know i'm a, a national recruiter for drive for diversity pit crew development right. and our uh, recruits showed up to campus this past weekend sunday um they they came into town and monday was their first day and uh we actually have some slaw cam footage of how that went awesome you know these yeah. were these guys and females first experience in charlotte learning how to be professional pit crew athletes and uh I believe we have some footage of how that went. Yeah. I feel like the sky is falling down. Ain't nobody here to play around. Push it to the edge, I won't back down. Cause it's time to go hard or go on. One way up, no way out. I give it all, all for the family. We stay up, no bailouts. Give it all, all for the family. Family, 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 family. My name is Delanda Wendino. I'm from Paris and I'm a tire changer. Alvin Wilson, Lexington, Mississippi, Tyker. Robin Loza, Charlotte, North Carolina, tire changer. Renard Rose II, Richmond, Virginia, tire carrier. Mikhail Phillips, Colleen, Texas, tire carrier. Coach, how you feeling, Coach? Pretty good. Day two of camp? Uh, no, this is day one. Second practice, day one. <laughs> they all run together, right? Yeah. 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 about a week. You have a good-looking bunch here, Coach. Thank you. Good-looking group. Things to do, but glad that you can make it. We got uh, we got uh, two special things. We got two winners from this weekend. Oh, okay. Two we got, winners. We got Keiston. Keiston, raise your hand, Keiston. Keiston, one with the uh, Arca race. Keiston, what's the name of that driver? We don't know who he is. Christian Eccles, right, right. Car number what? Uh, we know Keiston. Keiston's a tire changer. Yeah. Uh, that's the Arca series. <laughs> Next, we got Brian Eastman. Brian oh, yeah. Eastman is a gas man. Um, the number 20, Mr. Jones, won Darlington, won the cup race. But anyway, congratulations. Give both of them a big hand. Give everybody a big hand. Give me a big hand. Yay. Happy Labor Day, guys. 
Yeah, we're practicing on Labor Day as well, you know. So that's why we had the little yeah. cookout. But yeah. there are some some glimpses and uh, some scenes there that you could probably relate to, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, whenever you start doing that, <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, you really uh, – you're sore. You don't know what you're doing. You feel dumb because, I mean, it's just <laughs> awkward <laughs> movements that you're not used to. But, uh, no, I mean, if I had anything to tell those guys, just keep at it. Mm-hmm. Eventually, your body will adapt, and you know you'll get good at it. And that's one of the things. Day one, after day one, all of them were looking at their fingers yeah. and their hands from forearms. those tire carry, yeah. their forearms, and the tire yeah. change. It was rough on them. And um, if anybody knows that, you do. And uh, we want to delve right into you know your career as we are standing year four, right? Yes. And we want to talk a little bit more about you at HMS and at JTG Racing and. All of the joys and trials and tribulations that come with being a professional pit crew athlete. More from Spencer Bishop, a.k.a. I won't tell you now, but you'll find out later (laughs) when we come back with Crew Call. What's up? Vaughn Gittin Jr. here. How would you like the keys to a 700-horsepower, custom-built Ford Mustang RTR? Designed by none other than NASCAR champ Joey Logano, the RTR design team, and me. It's one of three Mustangs you could win in the Money Lion Here We Roar sweepstakes. How do you enter? Just text ROAR to 95615 or visit roarsweepstakes.moneylion.com. No purchase necessary. It's 1019. Must be 18 or older. For official sweepstake rules, visit roarsweepstakes.moneylion.com. Clutch Coffee Bar in Mooresville, North Carolina is redefining the drive through coffee game in Race City, USA. The Clutch experience is fast, friendly, and delicious. Quality drinks and unmatched customer service is the name of the game. Clutch Coffee Bar offers signature lattes and mochas, custom flavor-infused energy drinks, smoothies, and more. Over 25 flavors, there's something for everyone. Visit our two locations in Mooresville, 356 Williamson Road and 154 West Plaza Drive. Open daily from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. Power up today with Clutch Coffee Bar. It wasn't just built to be a museum. It was built to be a shrine to the history, heritage, and future of the sport we love. Visit the NASCAR Hall of Fame and see how Petty, Earnhardt, and hundreds of other NASCAR legends became heroes. Watch their most electrifying moments, experience realistic racing simulators, and much more. Plan a trip to the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte. Tickets at NASCARHall.com. NASCAR Hall of Fame. This is our sport. This is our house. Getting Schooled is presented by the Goddard School, the best childhood preparation for social and academic success. Visit GoddardSchool.com for more information. The Goddard School, learning for fun, learning for life. You don't know about that yet, uh, Spencer. You don't have any rug rats running around the house no, yet, do you? not yet. Maybe in a couple more years. Oh, you're planning it out. Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I wanted to take this time to, give, to allow you the opportunity to meet Spencer Bishop, we wanna. You don't mind if we get a little personal, Spencer. Nah, bring it on. Where are you from? I'm from. Uh, actually, I grew up in a town, Redondo Beach, California. And then when I was 12, I moved to Pinehurst, North Carolina. So I kind of have a grew up in two different places, but okay. Yeah, I guess my formidable years were in in North Carolina. Okay, and then you ended up at Wake Forest, right? Yep. So let's say um, senior year. When did you know that you were a good enough athlete to play uh, football? At the next level, well, I kind of had some interest from a lot of Division One AA schools. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, my only offer was North Carolina A and T. I almost was an Aggie, <laughs> and uh, but uh, nothing Wake, wrong with that. Aggie no, pride. Nah, uh, Wake had recruited me, but um, 
in like December, they let me know like, hey, we already signed a tight end. Mm-hmm. We're not looking to sign anymore. So that kind of let me down. But uh, I started my career as a walk on there. I got a lot of financial aid help. Mm-hmm. And then after my sophomore year, I eventually earned a scholarship. But um, yeah, it was, uh, it was kind of a rough start. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of schools kind of just showed interest, but then kind of backed away. So, but, uh, you know, my college or my high school coach mm-hmm. always was, you know, had a lot of confidence in me. He was like, believe me, you can play at this level. So that's, that's pretty much what got me to wake, you know, his, uh, his faith in me mm-hmm. along with the financial aid helped a lot. Yeah. Uh, so you play football in at Pinehurst, right? Or at Pinecrest. Yeah. At Pinecrest. Yeah. And that's is that the name school. of the high school? Yes, it okay, is. Okay, Pinecrest. And what? What A is that? What? It's a uh, four A. Oh, so it's four A yeah. school. So yeah, North Carolina school. football, I wasn't very familiar with that until right. I moved here. But they are pretty prominent, you know, and they they're prideful of their programs up here in their schools, right? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it was cool because the conference we played in, I actually ended up playing against a lot of those guys that like they go to NC State, Carolina, you know, Virginia <laughs> Tech. So it was a it was a competitive conference where I got to you know play against some of the best guys in the state. I can relate to that a little bit. You know, I, growing up in Atlanta, all yeah. I wanted to do um, early on in high school career is play in Atlanta. I wanted to play at Georgia Tech. You know, my mother currently works there. My sister worked there. And, um, you know, I was told the same kind of the same things. Hey, we just signed our linebackers and we're not really interested, you know. But then when it fit, came through with Wake, you know, the only reason why I went to Wake at the time was Jim Caldwell. Yeah. You know, he recruited my mother and not myself, you yeah. know, so I had no choice. Smart man. Yeah, I had no choice. But um, I wanted to go to Georgia Tech, but when they did not show me any love and I saw who they recruited and signed, you know, I wrote them a letter and said, you know, it's my personal goal, you know, at Wake Forest. Every time we play Georgia Tech, yeah. that you're going to remember who I am. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, so. Wake, I, Wake has a way of getting kids like that because we always had kids from Florida that want to beat Florida State or you get kids from South Carolina that want to beat Clemson. You, mm-hmm. So Wake has a way of getting kids that maybe their home, uh, their home state didn't offer them. And then, I mean, it's panned out recently because they've, they've had some success with it. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's uh, you know, we always had a lot of kids from Florida that wanted to beat Florida State. and Always. We ended up beating them once, so uh, it ended up working out. <laughs> You're right. And – while we're on that topic, think about your first year in this sport. You know, yeah. as you're coming into NASCAR, you're at the Hendrick Motorsports uh, Combine. So think about that time to where you are now, year four. How has your uh, preconceived notions and your perception of this sport changed from then to now, if at all any? No, because when I was at Wake, we heard about, you know, guys like you, Kevin Harris, that were in the sport. And so it's kind of always in the back of your mind and, I mean, honestly, I had no idea what to expect. Like, I mean, I just figured you just ran out there and put tires on the car, which is essentially what you do, but way more pressure and under a lot more scrutiny, you know. But um, I guess over time, you just kind of pick up little things from some of the guys that have been doing it a while about how to, like, how to prep for races, mm-hmm. how to, like, really hone in on your craft and find those tenths of a second, yep. like, anywhere throughout the pit stop because – I mean, if you find a tenth here, a tenth there, it, it adds up to maybe a half second, which on pit road is is a lot of time. Is it something that you're glad that you did? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure what I'd be doing. <laughs> I was going to ask I, you that I next. I know that question's coming. <laughs> if I wasn't pitting, what I'd be doing, I'd probably be maybe in football, coaching football or something. But um, Maybe baseball. I said you look like a baseball yeah. coach earlier. When you <laughs> need some, like, sunglasses. <laughs> look like I'm playing outfield. But, uh, um. 
Well, damn, I don't even remember what I was saying. Uh, no, as far as just in this sport, you know, oh, where yeah. you would be. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, you're doing what you're, you're <laughs> where you're supposed to be, man. Yeah. No. You know, yeah. you're where you, you're supposed to be. I, I follow you on Instagram, and, you know, we all are on Instagram. We all social social media. So I can kind of see that life seems to be not bad. No, it's not. I mean, no, we have nothing to complain we, uh, about. Not at all. I mean, we love. I mean, if you come to Hendrick and talk to anybody there, I mean, all the guys there are really committed. Mm-hmm. They compete hard. It's fun to compete against, you know, all the four cup teams we have plus the two JTG cards we have. We all compete against each other, and it's a uh, it's a competitive environment. And that's mm-hmm. really what I think a lot of people long for after their mm-hmm. athletic career in college or whatever's done. They want to just work in an environment where it's still competitive. And you get to work out and you get to just kind of have the same like camaraderie or whatnot you have with um, like your football friends. Mm -hmm. You still have that like in pit crew with all the guys you hang out with. Before we get into that competition side and the the contrast between HMS and JTG and what you're doing athletically, let's look at a few of your Instagram pictures and just as they show up, you know, explain them to me. Where are you at and what's going on here in some of these pictures? All right, so that is in Guatemala on our mm. off week. One of our uh, one of my pit crew buddies got married down there, and mm. that's uh, some of us down there did a little hike. That's actually an active volcano in the background. So, uh, well, okay, yeah, be so, careful. Uh, yeah, I have no <laughs> desire to be around active volcano. No. That looks good. No, that's uh, yeah, that's <laughs> some Guatemalan food. Those are some fried plantains, avocado, beans, and that's like uh, some shredded mm. pork. Very good, very good. Safe stuff. to say, you're not vegan. No, I'm not a vegan. Oh, okay. No. Oh, who's that lovely young lady? Yeah. Shout her out. Uh, that's uh, my girlfriend, Erica. That is us. In, uh, so in the April off week, we went to Yosemite and did some hiking out there. That looks uh, so cute. Look at that. Yeah. That looks so cute. No, we were pretty tired. That's a long day of hiking. <laughs> There's no elevator? No. Oh, God. No, that's no. Where is that? I know that. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, that's when Wake played at the Belk Bowl in yeah. Charlotte two years ago. So that's me and a bunch of our Wake buddies. Hanging out at the bowl game. Go Deeks. Yeah, back when I had the long hair. <laughs> I like that, you know? Oh, oh gosh. What's going uh, on here? <laughs> That's actually, uh, again, my girlfriend. That We went to Atlanta for a Lady Gaga concert. And that's how you dressed. Yeah, she's a big she's a big <laughs> Lady Gaga fan, so uh, I figured you had to do it up for the Lady Gaga concert. Well, you uh, def- believe me, I wasn't the craziest looking person there. <laughs> That's pretty tame for a Lady Gaga concert. Well, I got to admit, man, you made the best out of that. You wore the yeah. hell out of that that yeah. fit. You know, I also want to let you know you can get a free set of tires mm. from Hercules Tires. All you have to do is go to HerculesTires.com backslash MRN and register, and you can win a chance. You can have a chance to win a free set of Hercules Tires every month. All right. But anyways, hey, we're going to delve right into Spencer Bishop and this competition thing. We're going to see how competitive he is when we come back with MRN Crew Call. Here's your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Simply register, and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules Tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. 
at the Goddard School Teachers Customize Lessons so children can explore their interests, have fun, and learn the skills they need for success in school and beyond. From infant sign language to pre-K students tackling STEAM learning, our Flex Learning Program or Fun Learning Experience is grounded in research that shows the most genuine learning occurs when children are having fun. Our teachers leverage this through lessons inspired by children's imaginations. To enroll, visit GoddardSchool.com. The Goddard School, learning for fun, learning for life. For more than 80 years, Detroit Diesel has been the legendary driving force powering many of the best-known trucks on the road. Through our state-of-the-art Detroit technologies in components and safety systems, we've earned our customers' trust as a reliable business partner dedicated to improving their bottom line. It's no wonder they continue to depend on Detroit to keep them safe and efficient on the road. When you demand it all, demand Detroit. Welcome back to MRN Crew Call presented by Money Lion. It's time for the financial crew chief of our show. The financial crew chief. What do you think that means to you? What does that mean if you saw that? How can uh, you be your financial crew chief? Maybe you need someone to kind of look over your finances. Mm-hmm. That would be my guess. I don't know. Do you say, are you a big spender or are you more frugal and save your money? I would say I spend my money on like uh, vacations like you saw, mm-hmm. like going places and doing stuff. Okay. I'd, uh, and I guess I'm more frugal with. Uh, so your uh, closet is in a walk-in with about 13 no. pairs of J's in there. No, I get my car gets a lot of fun made of it too. So <laughs> I don't spend a lot of money on my car. So your car and your gear is not a priority, but your happiness and your travel is. I mean, I, yeah. I think you're, you're thinking right. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Let me talk about you, ask you about your family. How, what does your family feel about this? You know, when they, when you do this and you come into a sport like this, that it's unfamiliar to you. I'm pretty sure it's unfamiliar with your family members. How did they take to it, and what are some of their thoughts about it? No, they were excited because, uh, you know, after football, I went, I got cut by the Montreal Alouettes, and now I was back home. I'm just <laughs> living at home. And my parents were like, right, "What are man, you going to do? You got to get out of here." So they were happy that I got into the sport. And then they come, they try and come to at least one or two races every year, and they they have a blast. They have a good time with it. So they're uh, they're excited for me, and I'm doing something supportive. that like. I love, and they're just. I think that's mainly their their source of happiness. I'm doing something that I like to do. They don't want me doing some job that I don't want to do. So, and that's great to hear you say that you love it because um, with the younger athletes that I'm I'm dealing with and trying to help coach them, I have a problem when I see someone that I'm trying to coach who doesn't seem like they're interested or that they're just here because, or, right. you know, they're here one foot in, one foot out, but they're hoping to get a call from somewhere else. You know, to say that you love a sport, I just feel like it helps you with your progression within the sport. Right. You know, I think the faster you gravitate to that type of feeling, the the faster you elevate through the sport, and you're living proof of that. You know, as coming through the rigorous training cap at Hendrick Motorsports, very highly competitive, I'm sure. Right. You know, and um, for those who don't know, you have your house cars. You have your four house cars within the HMS camp. And then you have your satellite teams, your teams that, you know, basically these upper tier teams, they supply the pit crews for. And um, so when did you start working for JTG and how did that come about? It came about about halfway through the year last year or my was. Yeah. The first Pocono race was our first uh, race on the JTG car. I, they, um. 
yeah, they just came to us and said, you know, we were on the, I think it was the 15 car and the 32 before that. And I guess we'd been kind of petitioning for it. Like we're outperforming the cars that we're on right now. So then I guess the guys at Hendrick kind of got with the guys at JTG and they, they decided to make a switch and, um, it's worked out really well. No, it's, uh, it's been fun working with those guys. They got a lot of good people over there mm-hmm. uh, on the road crew and crew chiefs and all that. And they're, they're a fun group to work with. So you still practice at HMS or do you practice at JTG? How does that work? No, we, uh, we practice at HMS and, um, in the off season or whatnot, we'll go over to JTG and work on the, the pit box and everything. Or, if, you know, during the week, during the season, if we got to jack the car or whatnot, we'll go over there and jack it over there. But, um, Hold on, did you just say during the off-season you go and work on the pit boxes? You're not in Guatemala or Hawaii or somewhere like everyone else? I, mean, I guess uh, in my spare time, I'll, we'll go over to JTG <laughs> and uh, work on the pit box. I was about to say, man, you, you over here fooling. <laughs> nah. <laughs> we, we work on it. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, you know, it's part of, the, part of the deal you got to do. Yeah, and it, it, these are our tools, you know, to yeah. perform with. So you got to get it the way you want to get it with. Yeah. Let me talk about your influences, mm-hmm. you know, to get you here. Um, let's just talk about your influence at HMS. Does anyone stand out, you know, in particular there that has helped you, you know, throughout your career, help you get a, gain a better understanding of what's going on and how to perform? Yeah. No, I'd say uh, I think your first year in the sport is pretty, uh, pretty influential. You know, we had guys like older guys like you, um, Opie, you know, mm-hmm. guys like that that really like kind of helped me with the craft of like carrying tires and whatnot. And then since uh, we made the switch to five man, I started jacking uh, Nick Covey, Jackman mm. on the 47. He's, he's a, uh, he's helped me out a lot with like just the technique of the Jack, you know, where he's to, been on our show as well. Yeah, Shots yeah. out to Nick Covey. Yeah. Thanks Nick. <laughs> um, no, he's helped me out a lot with like jump lines and, mm-hmm. you know, little, little like things that if you're just going in blindfolded, you wouldn't know anything about, but uh, he's helped me out a lot with, um, you know, just all the little intricate parts of Jack and a race car. No, well, that's awesome. And, um, yeah. well, let me ask you this then. Let's say with everything that you've learned in the Jack and a race car, if there was one rule or one regulation that you could change within the sport, you had all the power, you had the master key, what would that be? I would say <laughs> if a pit crew member gets hit by an opposing driver, that should be a penalty of some mm. kind. Mm. It's got to be, I mean, as long as the pit crew guy's not like way out in pit road or anything. Mm-hmm. But if someone gets hit by a driver, that should be a penalty on the driver. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's tough. I know, like, you got to nose in. There's a lot of stuff going on out there. But See, now you're about to get me fired up because <laughs> your lip curled up when you said it because it resonated with me because I agree with you 1,000%. Right. Yeah. Hit me. I can't hit you back. Right. So you might as well get penalty. You yeah. Know? I mean, yeah, it doesn't have to be like major. Just no, just send least, them to the back. Yeah, go to the back. Hey, man, while, they car- while they're carting me off to infield care, <laughs> you're still going back <laughs> on the lead lap. So I, right. I understand 100%. I felt that. You know, one of the things that I used to do, I used to, I used to dream this up. I'm like, okay, you know how when um, a car that's pitted in the box adjacent to you or next to you, when they come through your box to yeah. get to their box, right. and your car is maybe two cars behind yeah. them and yeah. you can't ju- that used to infuriate me yeah and i used to plot and scheme on how i was gonna spray uh brake cleaner <laughs> yeah. at the right time when they went yeah. through to the window net or how i was gonna ram the jack pole through the window net you know right. i used to get so fired up about that nah, man. I, it's a smart play <laughs> like if you're a driver i get it you don't you want to mm-hmm. put the other pit crew at a disadvantage mm-hmm. you want to drive through their stall so like 
we can't get out there and, you know, get a good start on the right side. But at some point, like, I mean, luckily I haven't been hit yet. So, but yeah. I, if I had a rule to change, mm-hmm. that would be my one little rule. I like that rule. Unfortunately, I have been hit and Oof. I think that's a great rule, but you know, as sly and um, athletic as I am, you know, I was able to finagle my way out of major injury. Anyways, hey, we have Spencer Bishop here, and we have a little bit more to talk about, and we're going to expose our um, clutch performance of the week. You want to miss that? You don't want to miss that. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Did you know that banks collected over $15 billion in unnecessary bank fees last year? Come on, enough is enough. It's time we took back control of our finances. That's why Moneyline is proud to bring you the financial crew chief and to be a NASCAR sponsor. Look, no one knows more about hard work and pursuing their dreams than NASCAR fans, drivers, and teams. So we want to bring you the kind of banking that the big banks would never build, with features like zero-fee checking and zero-fee investment accounts. And because life is also meant for a join, with Money Lion, NASCAR fans get even more. We're giving away 1,500 NASCAR tickets to our members this year. Plus, you can get 5% cash back on NASCAR tickets, at track purchases, and all purchases at NASCAR.com. Learn more at MoneyLion.com or download our app. This is America's most powerful financial membership. Money Lion, here we roar. Winged Nation with Steve Post, Aaron Evernham, and Ashley Stremme. Your destination for all things winged sprint cars. Each Saturday at 8.30 and 11.30 a.m. on MAV-TV. Live at noon on wingednation.com and Facebook Live. Join us for in-depth conversations with drivers and personalities that make up the greatest dirt racing on earth. The Winged Nation preview podcast each Thursday previews the upcoming weekend. Winged Nation, winged sprint car talk covering dirt tracks all across America. MRN Tupac presented by Money Lion. Spencer Bishop is in the house representing JTG in the number 37. But we're focusing on our clutch performers of the week. And they do go to a fellow alumni in Kevin Harris. Oh, yeah. And Ernie Pierce from the number 20, Eric Jones-driven machine. They won the race at Darlington at about... Two in the morning, I think the race ended yeah. or whatever the case may be, started at 10. But congratulations, Ernie Pierce, Jack Mann, and Kevin Harris. Uh, Wake Forest, Demon Deke alumni for um, your performance at Darlington this past weekend. You know, And that's interesting to say, I've watched every Darlington pit stop, and you made a comment earlier about how fast the pit stops yeah. um, were. And it's kind of you know um, counterintuitive because when you see the time that the race start, you're thinking, man, everybody's going to be tired. I don't know how they're going to push through this, but I guess adrenaline kicks in yeah. or something, right? And guys were take something was out there. Maybe was, they had some clutch <laughs> coffees or something. Because uh, <laughs> I mean, the dartfish was like probably one of the best we've seen. Like guys up and down pit road or you know ripping off twelve second stops over and over again. So that was a uh, made it really competitive. We have some footage of the number twenty car in their stop as well, and let's play that, and you'll see for your first hand. This was going on at night, and the 20 car comes in. This is a green flag stop, I believe. And, yes, Ernie Pierce is on the jack. Kevin Harris is in the back. He puts on the tire, rolls that tire around with his lazy self. Pick it up, Kevin, right? Tell him to pick that tire up. I guess that's how they coach him over there, right? It's longevity. I hear you, Kevin. (laughs) There he is. Look at him rolling it again. 
But hey, they won the race. That's a solid carrier. And then Ernie Pierce, man, I can always tell it's Ernie. He has a very unique run. Yeah. Around the car. No, he's good. They, they got a good team over there. We've pitted next to him a couple times, and uh, no, they do a good job for him. Hey, we're not done with our footage. And, uh, All right. You know, I have something else here. If we can roll our slideshow, you've been compared to a, a famous person, you know, and you might know who I'm talking about. Do you know who those actors are? That's Tom Brady and some other guy. That's Tom Brady <laughs> and some other guy. I think that's Justin Bieber. You know? I haven't got Biebs yet. You I haven't got Biebs yet. You get Tom Brady got... a lot. Who's that? Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher? Wow. Tom Brady and Ashton Kutcher. I can see that. Maybe it's the hair. Oh, God. <laughs> Tom Brady and the Geico man. I think. Who is oh, that? Wow. Tom Brady and our very own Spencer Bishop. Uh, we'll let our, um, our crew call fans be the judge of that one. Do we think Spencer Bishop looks like Tom Brady? I don't know, man. You know, I guess I see it. I see a little bit of it, man. No, yeah. I've pretty much been getting it my whole life. Um, at first, I fought it for a while, didn't like it, and then eventually you just kind of cave in and, and just run with it. So, yeah. Your girlfriend likes it, right? Yeah, no, she likes it, yeah. <laughs> Has it? Have you ever been with your girl and then you're out in public and then somebody comes up and say that? People, yeah, people have said they could, I think I'm just a little bit, I'm not quite as tall, maybe a little bit heavier. So they, they kind of look at me with like a little squint. They're like, yeah. it's mostly like, you're not Tom Brady, right? <laughs> like, you're not him. Like, no, I'm not him. Sorry. Anyways, well, hey, they, we could be compared to worse. No, yeah. You could yeah, have been compared to the Geico man, you know? So <laughs> I think yeah. I kind of was. Hey, Spence, man, uh, shout out your teammates, all right? Shout out your yeah. teammates on who who's all on that crew with you in that 37. No, in the front, uh, changing tires, we got Donnie Tasser, great changer. Um, What's up with Donnie Tasser in those books? You know, he's got to be oh one of gosh. the smartest crew members. Yeah, he on reads a book a week at least. I Doesn't think he? Yeah, he says it's his goal <laughs> a book a week. Yeah, he's probably one of the smarter guys on pit road. Um, rear changers, Rod, who we've had on the show. Rod's a great guy. Great NC changer. State. We won't hold that yeah, against him. Yeah, we can't. We can't hold that against him. I guess. Look at his hot Rod. <laughs> All right, that's the real black and gold. And then uh, Brandon, who was on the show too. Yep. Carrier, very good carrier. Um, Fun having him on the team. He's a good guy. Appalachian and, uh, State, App another State black guy. and gold wannabe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we got Brian Deal as our fueler. Yep. I uh, room with Deal. He's a great guy, great fueler. Um, brings a lot of experience to our team. You know, mm-hmm. he's, he's been around for a while, and it's, uh, he helps us out a lot. And then uh, I'll shout out Zico. Zico. Zico was hit in Atlanta. <laughs> wasn't wasn't the driver's fault, but he was hit, and uh, he's been out for the year, but Miss Zico, he's a he's yes. a good guy, good guy to have on the team. Good call, and don't forget, you remember with college football season in, it's hard. It shouldn't be hard to tell who we're pulling for. Wake Forest travels to Rice, and they will open up with their first home game. It's not the first home game, is it? Well, well, they will have a home game against Carolina. North Carolina Chapel Hill the following week. So uh, we will we'll be in Las Vegas. But yeah, other than that, it's a Demon Deke weekend. Thank you for joining us, Spencer. Hey, love having you. You know it. You make the show look good. <laughs> no, I don't know that. <laughs>